Hey, everyone, and welcome to PR Hangover, a weekly PR recap and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Kelly Darcy. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. So why don't you start by telling us who you are? Okay. Well, my name is Caitlin DeWall. I graduated 2015 in the spring. I work at Real Integrated, which is a mid-sized agency in Detroit, as their integrated producer. So where are you from originally? I'm from here, Grand Rapids. And then you thought, time to time to hit the east side after graduation? Yeah, well, um, I was currently in a relationship where we had the plan of moving to Ann Arbor at mm-hmm. the time. So Ann Arbor is very competitive. There's not a lot of agencies in Ann Arbor. There's just small ones. Um, so my whole scope was to apply more on the outskirts of Detroit and in Detroit. So then I started doing that. Um, I probably got the job at Real Integrated in October, so probably like four months, five months after I graduated. Took some time and then um, commuted and then ended up moving into Ferndale, which you are from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do know, know Ferndale. So you know where that yes, is. Yes, I do know Ferndale. <laughs> yeah. So then now my commute is only 20 minutes and it's just right down Woodward, which is nice. But, um, we're not, yeah, we're not really in exactly the Detroit. We're more on the outskirts of it. We are looking to move into Royal Oak, which I'm sure you know, I too. I love Royal Oak. Yeah. It's like so, goals to live there. <laughs> yeah, that was um, the agency, too. Our president loves Royal Oak, too. He currently lives there and just kind of always wanted to move into um, a different setting to kind of adjust our office a little bit. But, yep, I'm from here. <laughs> so what are some of the jobs that you did? Because you went to Grand Valley. Yes. And you were in PRSSA? Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of your journey through being in APR and being here? Yeah. Well, initially, I went to Grand Rapids Community College. I got my two years there, um, paid my way just to save some money, and then applied to Grand Valley. And initially, when I was at GRCC, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I'm sure most people going into college is the same exact way. Um, I knew I liked developing relationships with people, and I, um, which I know is kind of people are like, don't go into PR if you like people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, like that was the thing I wanted to work with people, and I also was passionate about brands. So um, PR and advertising was the best route instead of going into marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, you know, people who are in marketing probably are like, "Eh, I wish I, you know, um, but I wanted the emphasis on public relations because I loved the whole scope of not having to pay to get the word out there. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I don't really like about advertising is the fact that, I mean, your clients are paying for it. Mm -hmm. It's more forced than organic. So that's why I went the PR route, but then I also loved, you know, you could take advertising classes, how you chose your schedule. And that was great about Grand Valley is you emphasized in PR and you had your core classes, but you could also go outside of it. So I went outside of it and took a copywriting class with Stipe. Is mm. he still there? Yep. 315. I, I'm in that class currently with Frank Blossom. So not Stipe, but okay. Yep. Currently okay. taking that. <laughs> I love Blossom too. He was great. Um, so I took a class with Stipe and fell more into the advertising side of it. So then when I graduated, I applied more to agencies. Mm -hmm. 
that's interesting. I'm I'm advertising focused. Okay. So, but I'm in PR SSA and I do <laughs> I do a lot of PR things, but it's more so because I was like I want to get that side of it too. But I mm-hmm. I love the advertising. I like the copywriting and all that. Are you in Ad Club too? I'm not just because okay. I my old radio show was on Tuesday nights and, and it's hard. And that's yeah. when Ad Club always met was Tuesday nights, and I was like, well. I don't, I can't do that. Like no, I physically yeah. have something else during that time. And then the podcast came up. And so now there's just a whole bunch, but ad club is killing it. They lit, I'm reading their tweet currently. Like they're awesome. So they're still going strong. They just had a really cool bar crawl. That was like, it was a bar crawl, but it was two agencies, two different advertising agencies. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. They had that when I was there. Um, we went to multiple, and then we met at Grand Rapids Brewing Company they, at yeah. the very end. So yep. it was the same thing. Yeah, okay. the creative crawl. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah, so they just had that, and it was a really big success. So shout out to Ad Club. <laughs> Doing good things still. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do you think is kind of some differences between, you know, being and working in Grand Rapids from when you've maybe worked in Grand Rapids or around here for when you moved to the Detroit Eastside area? Okay. Um I would say I took an internship more in a marketing role where, well, they called it marketing, but it was more of graphic design work. And, you know, um, one of our core classes is you have to learn how to do the Photoshop Mm -hmm. and and everything. So I dabbled a little bit in that. I knew kind of what I was doing, but I mean, it was just the basics. I was not very good at it, but um, my internship here, I would say is way more slow pace than over in Detroit. Detroit, um, for me, especially at my size of the agency, you have a lot more responsibility and a lot more work. And I've noticed that depending on the size of the agency over in Detroit, it's, I mean, your workload is just way more intense, I feel like, when I worked like here and Mm -hmm. the sound of things here. So, I mean, it's the hustle bustle. Detroit basically is what you kind of get over on the other side. And so what do you think are some things that maybe, I mean, you're two years out. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the, the initial scare of not getting a job is kind of subsided for the most part. Yes. But you know, then there's still, that's me. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is that me? No, that's my, that one was my fault. <laughs> so there's still kind of that. So you're out of the first kind of scare of, do I even, will I ever get a job? Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of in that job. So what do you think are some of the maybe struggles or or kind of new things that have arisen from that not to scare you too much but or anyone else no no actually we're coming through not necessarily a scary time but I mean have you seen Mad Men yeah okay so you know that clients come and go um for me my account I'm on one account basically and you work under a contract Mm -hmm. so when you do develop that new business you have like either two year however contract they want to make with a certain retainer and for us our contract is going in up for review in august so i guess um the scare of being in an ad agency is that at any moment you're you could lose your account Mm -hmm. so you are always working to have 100 percent work and please the client because when it gets up to that point of review that's when they start thinking. Your clients aren't thinking anywhere in between that. They're thinking towards the beginning, okay, are we doing great? The onboarding process, and then towards the end, well, what's the return? Mm-hmm. Because it's always, you know, you're always thinking about that return and investment. Right. So what do you think um, kind of helped you 
get maybe the job that you have and kind of the way that you went about it in terms of being a different city, crossing the state, but also, you know, just what kind of made you stand out? I, I think I struggled a little bit because over here, I, I worked really hard in Grand Rapids my last year at Grand Valley to put myself out there and to make those connections in order to get my foot in the door anywhere. And my, my internship, I, I had an offer to, to work there and I, I wanted to take it, but I also had this mind of moving to the other side of the state. And I wanted to stick to that, especially because I'm from here, mm -hmm. like I told you, and I went to Grand Valley. I lived at home to save money instead of living in an apartment. Like, and I wanted to get out, mm -hmm. and Detroit was the best thing at that moment. But going over to the other side of the state, I had zero connections. I didn't know anyone. I had no friends, no family. <laughs> like, it was just me trying to find a job. Just a girl on her own. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say uh, to be persistent. And to not lose hope because you are going to get a lot of no's over a yes. And if you just keep going and keep putting yourself out there and keep getting your resume, um, make sure – I know sometimes it can be a little bit annoying for employees to have to provide feedback, but I would always kind of follow up with people and be like, is there a reason – why I was not suited for this job or why you went with another candidate because I want to learn from not getting those prospective jobs that I was going for. And for Real Integrated, I think I mostly got the job because of my enthusiasm for advertising and also because I connected with the girl who was interviewing me with. Mm -hmm. um, that's a huge thing, and she even told me too, is that they're not so much looking... I had something on my resume that stood out to them. Like, don't get me wrong, that was a factor. But they're looking for the cultural fit. Like, will you fit into their agency? And she said that basically she can tell, like, within 10 minutes of your interview. Like, right. she can tell right away if you're going to fit or not. And I, I was just a fit. And I had another interview, and that went well. And then they, it was a really fast process, and they hired me because – Basically, they needed a fast, like person to jump on board too right. to help with accounts, but um, it was it was not easy, and you just have to be persistent and put your resume through wherever you can. And so, I, we hear a lot about kind of how people say, "Oh, you know, like go on LinkedIn, reach out mm -hmm. to get coffee." Do you think that's something that maybe you wish you had done more of, or something that you know you wish that? people would be doing for you, you know, being like, I want to get coffee with you. Like, what do you do? You know, things like that. Like, how do you feel about kind of that? Cause you kind of went in blind, mm -hmm. which I mean, you don't hear a lot very much. <laughs> Going in blind doesn't really work out so much anymore, no, but it's kind of who, you know, these days, um, a two year difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did actually do that with one of the girls at a larger agency and, um, a lot of email chains. I wasn't able to meet her for coffee. I did ask her that. Um, and then she just, something popped up and she couldn't make it, mm -hmm. which is fine. Cause I mean, I know for me, I work crazy hours. I would love to meet for coffee, but most of the time I can do it on the weekends mm -hmm. and not, I mean, not during, <laughs> during the week. Right. And for me, I was over here trying to meet her, right. which a two and a half hour drive is also like difficult. So I was trying to make myself available 
as I could, but if she, I mean, a lot of times you're going to get a lot of people who are like, uh, I can't do it. Yeah. Sorry, but good luck. Right. Um, I had a lot of email chains through her though. And she said she would offer me her recommendation. And then I, I didn't hear back. Mm-hmm. So I like, I tried making all those steps and all those coffee, like, Hey, let's meet. I just want to hear about your agency. Um, but I mean, they don't always, they don't always work out. Yeah. You can take all the steps and it doesn't mean that's, you're going to get the job. Right. <laughs> But it does make you stand out more because you have that initiative. I do say that um, I loved like networking as much as I could, and I did that towards the end of my senior year. I was like, I need to find a job. I need, I need work. I'm gonna do anything I can to find something. Because I'm like you, where I, I love to work. Yeah. I'm just, I want to be a busy bee, and I want to. Like, I love the school aspect of it too. Like, I loved both of the things, but. I'm not going to school to to keep going to school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm going to school so I can get a job and right. I want to find a good job and be happy where I'm at. And so do you think that um, kind of, do you have any advice maybe for two years ago you as you were trying, I mean four months is a, to me is a scary long time. Whereas I'm hoping, I wish I had a job like three months ago, which is unrealistic because I still have a month left. But, you know, is there any kind of advice that maybe you wish you had done maybe more throughout college if anyone like for the listeners who maybe are just sophomores and kind of not really sure APR they're in this but like what does that mean you know Mm -hmm. things like that uh yeah I mean I had kind of a couple regrets I would say that because I only had two years at Grand Valley and I transferred over my biggest thing was not joining organizations faster um I would say I also regretted not doing more internships because you can take as many internships as you want, and those are really what's gonna help you. I know talking to other people that I work with, they also had a guy that I currently work with who's on my team had a bunch of internships, and he's had a lot of experience, and that makes him stand out. And I would have to say, like, I took one internship, I wish I took more, and I wish I took more that was more in my field instead of my marketing um, internship. I wish I took them sooner um, towards the end. I did go to some ad club meetings, but I didn't do that at all junior year. Mm-hmm. And PRSSA, I did go for two years. But um, like I said, it wasn't really till my senior year where I was like, oh crap, like I need a job. Right. This is ending. Like, what's going to make me stand out over all these other people who are amazing? Right. Like, that's the thing, too, is that this program, everyone is just great. And you can see that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a great program. And I loved Grand Valley. And a lot of people, I think I would compare myself to a lot of the other students and be like, well, they're at this point and they have this internship. What am I doing wrong? And then... Oh, it's like you read my journal or something. That's so crazy. <laughs> you think the same thing? Right yes. Now? Yeah. Yes. So I would say, like, even sophomore year, get involved. Like, get started. Start planning your future because, in the long run, I think it will save you the stress of the four month crunch. Or... Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> so, would you say that maybe, like, it's kind of like you can be in the clubs and you can mm-hmm. say that you're there and, you know, that's that's great, but it's kind of more so kind of putting in the effort yeah, in the don't clubs. Don't just show up. Mm-hmm. You got to really speak up because you also want to be noticed. I mean, Adrian, who um, 
handles the e-board and also, you know, organizes PRSSA, like get her attention too, because she will be an amazing resource and she's always willing to help um, students. Penning, who I also had, was like that too. Blossom was really like that. Actually, probably the one class towards the end that was really beneficial was a class I took with Blossom. It was kind of a workshop on how to get a job. It was just on Fridays. Um, I don't I do know what you're talking about. Okay, I don't think he still has it. He has, we do something actually different, so okay. similar but different. Um, it's a student. Um, this is like irrelevant, but this is it's. I'm, I'm in it, so that's why I know. Okay. So I'm a student project manager over a bunch of students. It's a student creative team that works for Amway now currently, and any we have a bunch of different um, big companies that come to us and want a student team to put together a communications plan to solve a problem. So it's a year long thing that you do every Friday, and you kind of work on creating like just being like a little baby agency that you create m- amazing things for clients see yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah your eyes like, we you're, didn't, you're well, like we didn't have that. i mean we kind of had something um wasn't your was yours with mandolin keeler also was that the same thing or is that a different thing that i think that's a different thing he just he does a lot of Pe- things peggy howard mm, okay where um you handled a client and you developed a whole plan um we did a pr plan and then yeah, and then I had my class with Blossom that really helped me. But he had it where you'd have somebody new come in every single week, and we could network with that person. They were always from either Amway or um, I think we had one of the guys who handled social media for Spectrum came in one time that I really enjoyed. Like There was multiple people every week, and we'd take notes and just learn from them. And I feel like that really helped me and kind of boost my confidence level a little bit. Because he also worked with us on our resumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, your resume can break her. You know, you have to have a sharp resume or else. Yeah. Not stand out as much. Your resume is your first thing that they see. So make sure that's tailored well. Um, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite classes my senior year. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice in terms of, you just talk about resumes. So like, do you have anything that maybe, maybe some faux pas you, you see often or, I mean, you've been at, you've been working now for two years out of it if i'm sure you hear people be like i hate when people put their picture on it or i love people put their picture on it you know i mean it's always kind of subjective but do you have anything to be for resumes that people should should know yeah well i talked to my boss a little bit about some of the resumes and other people i've worked with who mostly look at them i don't usually interview anyone um i know i just talk to them about it i would say that too much information is always a killer yeah because nobody has time for that (laughs) um especially the my boss who does the hiring she is very very busy um i would even say too when we were developing our resumes that like short and simple is probably the best way to um keep a resume i know blossom kind of had the idea of you know, tailor that resume to who you're applying to and um, be creative. So for me, when I like went into Photoshop and InDesign and did a little bit of work on my resumes to make it look nice Mm -hmm. and tailored it actually specifically to what I was applying to. I know um, one of my resumes that I sent in to an agency, I made it like a news article Mm -hmm. and I didn't get hired there, but I got positive feedback on the, in our workshop and said, you know, I had other students say, this looks really cool. Right. And Blossom was like, this is awesome. Yeah. But 
didn't work. Sure. But it, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it's, it's also about timing and who, you know, and what they have open and, you know, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe they're telling the story of how someone sent in a news article for their resume. Yeah. And I know that, I mean, two years ago, it was definitely doesn't include an objective. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. And I still see that on people's resumes. And I'm like, okay, we know you're applying to be a producer because you sent your resume in to be a producer. Right. We know this. <laughs> you don't need to state it. I've always heard that the objective is to make money. Like, that's your objective from the, from the, for whether to make money for the client or I would love to whatever. hire that person because at least they're being real about right. it. Right. And that's what I was, and I feel like those are people who maybe don't, who aren't keeping up. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's always changing. Like this, everything we're do, our, our field is always changing. So, you know, if you go and ask your dad or your mom, like, what do I do with my resume? And they tell you, put an objective down. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you put your skill sets. And you're like, okay. And then you do. But, like, but maybe you have some awesome internships mm-hmm. that, you, that you can really, like, like, squeeze all of the things out of as opposed to just putting your skill sets. Like, as opposed to, like, put them actually in, in, yeah. in action. Mm-hmm. But, you know, an old school thought process may not think that because they're not keeping up. Exactly. And, you know, for resumes to put put stuff that's in there that's important because if you do put your skill set, but it, you're also putting skill set that maybe not applies to you anymore or you know that a bunch of other people are also putting, like, I can use Photoshop. and I'm organized. And I, yeah, and I know how to use Excel because, unfortunately for my job, we, I, I mean, we use PowerPoint instead of Prezi. In Grand Valley, we were using Prezi. Mm-hmm. And I went into work and, nope, you do not use Prezi. They're old school. They'll use Excel and they'll use PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to use it, then you just look sad. Right. <laughs> so, They're like, oh, we'll teach you the basics, I yeah. guess. I mean, for me, I would say that a lot of the resumes that I've seen come in don't have skill set on there because they're more highlighting their internships. Mm-hmm. They're more highlighting... Um, jobs that they previously worked at and maybe incorporating some of those skills that's like used excel to mm-hmm. create progress reports and then gave speeches you know like kind of using yep as opposed to just saying had this internship here's my skill set like yeah okay but how did you how did it apply right if you just happen to have excel on your computer that's different than using it to present to your boss something like that mm-hmm. absolutely so then what are some I know I'm asking like a bunch of questions. I'm just so intrigued. I told you I'm applying for places in, in Detroit. So I'm like, just tell me. I don't really care if anyone else knows. <laughs> so I'll help you, Kelly. <laughs> oh, thank you. So what do you think, I guess, are some ways that maybe, so that if people want to get out there, mm-hmm. how do you think they should look for jobs? And how do you think that people should, or can they reach out to you from this? I mean, people are listening and they're like, I need a, I'm in the four month crunch. Like what do I, which I'm going to start using that phrase now also. The four-month crunch. (laughs) So I'm going to start. I'm coining that now. So I'll give you credit, but I'm also going to use it. So what do you think? Can people reach out to you? Or do you think that it's like creating like mentorships? Like how do you think is the best way? Finding a mentor uh, is great, especially if you don't know anyone there because they can help you find other people too. Um, I would say like people can absolutely reach out to me. I know... um, I know a lot of times we are hiring, sometimes we aren't hiring. So I'm, I will be really honest with people and just be like, Hey, like, I would love to help you anyway. Um, I'll give your name to my, my manager, but we aren't hiring right now. Um, if I can help in any way, or if you just want to like meet me for coffee and ask like, how did you find this job or 
what can I do to make myself stand out? Like that way is I can definitely help them. Um, I did say when I, when I first moved over there, I joined PRSA Detroit chapter. Unfortunately, I could not keep up with that because of my schedule. Um, basically my clients are three hours behind us. Mm -hmm. So I get, I got a call from them at like seven ten last night on my way home to Grand Rapids for my birthday dinner. Right. And I, I answered it. Right. So. What else can you do when you're like us and you're workaholics? You can't, you don't, you don't not answer Yeah. The phone. I mean, I'm just like you, Kelly. I, I love to work and it's my passion. And I unfortunately am a workaholic, but at least I love doing it. Right. At least you found a passion. Um, yeah. So I would say that I initially joined and couldn't keep up with it but right like right when you move over there join those organizations because I did go to one meeting with a girl who I was also in PRSSA here in Grand Rapids and then I know she's in an internship right now in Chicago but she dragged me to a meeting mm -hmm. when I had some time I did have to like put it into my boss and be right. like hey guys I have to leave today at this time because I need to make it to this event but there were so many people um, that we could network with and that was one thing that I wish like I want to get back into that I want to start networking more with people not just to like look for other jobs I'm very happy where where I'm at but just so I have those connections and I can learn from other people because another thing too is when you get out of college doesn't mean you have to stop learning should always continue to network and to learn because it's only going to make you more important in the long run when you do want to find other jobs somewhere else so people will be like i know her she kills it at her job mm -hmm. and you should hire her or you should get in contact with her because she can help you and like, we're here to help other people right like, i will help any grand valley alum and other people too <laughs> but, but you know but, mo but grand valley, but grand valley <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know i mean that's something that you know even if if we were to go to when we're out of college and the scary world comes and, you know, to join those things, even if, you know, we continue our, men like, being mentors and kind of reaching out to people. I know a lot of, you know, I have a Ferris alumni who's super, super helpful. Like, like, she's so wonderful. She's in Detroit and she's, you know, she said to me internship, she's like, hey, so, like, we're not hiring, but, like, I know this person yeah. and here's this thing. And I'm like, I didn't even go to Ferris. Like, thank you. But it's because we were both in PRSSA. So just kind of making those connections, I think, would be imperative you know maybe maybe your company's not or it's not a good fit for them but you know it doesn't mean you don't know people it doesn't mean you don't exactly speak to other humans who or yeah or yeah. i know people who knows other job openings right or know somebody else it's i mean like we said earlier it's all about who you know these days but that if that person can get you a foot in the door that's that's all that matters yeah for sure we gotta stick together here yeah. and another thing too is anyone who wants to re out, reach out to me who doesn't know anyone from Detroit and is the same boat with me where you just move out there and, hey, hopefully I'll find something. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been there, and I struggled, and I cried and called my mom multiple times. As you like, do. <laughs> if you need to just, like, talk to somebody and be like, I'm frustrated, what did you do to get out of this hole? Like, I can also be that person, too. Yeah. And just be like, you got this. It'll work out. It. <laughs> Submit another resume. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I really appreciate you being able to kind of share the struggle that you went through and kind of how you've been able to overcome. I think a lot of people, especially Grand Valley people, maybe who are, I mean, I know a lot of people who are just like you, who, you know, are from here. Grand Valley is the place to go. 
you got to do your thing, but you don't necessarily like, you're not really, you, you got to push out the nest a little bit and then you make a really large jump yeah. and it's Detroit <laughs> or it's <laughs> Chicago or it's Indianapolis. No, it's something new. Mm-hmm. So I think I really appreciate you. And I think everyone else does too listening who, you know, you get to kind of share that, you know, life's not all just peaches and cream and that's good to remember. I think, you know, there's, Absolutely. it's gonna, you're going to struggle. Doesn't mean, you know, just cause you don't get that awesome internship right out of college doesn't mean that your life's over <laughs> yep. which is good to know because you know <laughs> it's not it's not people <laughs> <laughs> so where can everyone maybe find you if they want if they have more questions if they're maybe in Detroit or moving to Detroit or you know just want to know maybe some more follow-ups from this uh, podcast yeah I would say it's best to reach out to me through LinkedIn or um, Gmail my Gmail account that's probably the best way I'm constantly monitoring my emails <laughs> I might be terrible at replying back right away I might confirm that <laughs> <laughs> but um most of the time something will come in and then 10 other work emails will come in and but I will I will always try to follow up and get back to that person so I would say that's probably the best bet is just reach me through email or LinkedIn awesome so I think people I gained a lot of knowledge so hopefully everyone else I don't even care if everyone else that I did so that's what really matters <laughs> that's why I host the podcast <laughs> but thank you so much Caitlin thank you thanks for listening to PR hangover if you want more PR news like this be sure to follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at GV underscore PRSSA talk to you soon